0: Hi everyone, welcome to SEMA. SEMA stands for Spooky Ask Me Anything, where we have an expert to, ex- to talk about the area of expertise. Um, my name is John White and today I'm going to be talking about Spooky Central, how to run it and um, that sort of thing. So welcome aboard, um, now this is our Spooky Central, we've got on top of our Spooky Central a fan and front tube and we have our generator which controls the Spooky Central. Now I'll dive straight in and share my screen. In this way I can show you the details of Spooky Central. Okay, share screen and we are away okay I'll try and move my face down to one side alright now introducing Spooky Central Um, here we have Spooky Central with the plasma straight tube on top the straight tube is around 400 uh, millimetres long it's uh, got an argon mix gas inside now there's several advantages that spooky central has over other uh, plasma devices Um, one thing i always tell people i'm I'm the world's worst salesperson and there certainly isn't a sales pitch but i certainly want our users to have the best machine that is available and i do truly believe that spooky central is the best around so we'll go through some of the advantages big thing about Spooky Central is that everything's been designed for maximum safety. This is our Phenatron tube, and you'll see that there's end covers, which have been manufactured specifically for our tube. Um, These wires are 50,000 volt rated silicon cable. It's securely clamped with an anchor there, and then it goes through this holder to the... Tube itself, the termination between the cable and the tube, is potentially a very dangerous um, connection because it's very high voltages. Um, spooky Central has over twenty thousand volt spikes passing through here, and so you really want it to keep keeping away. And so the terminations are kept within um, within harm's reach. Okay. Um, I found that many manufacturers don't really worry themselves too much about the dangers of the connections, they sell the device and then you've got to source the tube locally and then make the connections yourself and so it's a little bit bit scary, a little bit dangerous for people that haven't got the uh, technical background or even that may not be aware of the dangers of their devices. Uh, One thing I wanted to touch on as well is the power. Spooky Central is rated at 40 watts of power, um, that's true RMS power, RMS stands for Root Mean Square, it's the true power that goes to the tube. Um, many people have been saying that them, other machines in the market, or that they own they're 300 watts of power, and they've got 300 watts of the tube, and the tube brightly lights up and makes lots of noise. Uh, That's true, the machines also use a carrier frequency. Now we'll be touching on this this, uh, very shortly, but carrier frequencies are a way to physically light the tube. The carrier frequency doesn't have any biological function. If you use a carrier frequency it's easy to design a circuit which Resonates, reaches high voltages, and of course the high voltages are required for lighting the plasma tube. Now, Spooky Central bypasses that and drives the tube directly with the frequencies that are doing the work. And so, yes, it's almost one. It's just over one tenth of the power of a 300 watt machine, but the power is all being used effectively. This is the graph that these 300 watt machine manufacturers show to their prospective buyers. You can see um, here a graph which has got three peaks. There are three of the peaks up here. Now this is a graph which is from a 3.1 megahertz carrier machine. It's being modulated at 30 kilohertz. These are typical settings which you'd set these machines to. The modulation you set to target the frequency that you want. And so the center peak here is the carrier frequency. This is 3.1 megahertz. You'll see that the power on this very dark one drops off, but it doesn't drop off too quickly. And before it drops off too far, another peak starts up here. This one is the first octave harmonic of the carrier and yes it is reduced magnitude to this one here but it still looks pretty good and so these manufacturers will say to you that from basically zero Hertz up to infinity and beyond you've got an output and so whatever you have our machines are going to target it and so these Buyers look at it and think, well, that's, that's not too bad, really. I mean, look at the spread. I mean, even if your frequency you want to target is up here, it's going to hit it. Now, the uh, British Rife researchers have discovered that it's around 12 megahertz to hit the raw fundamental frequency for cancer. And that's around here. And gosh, look at the power. That's, that's pretty good. Yep, our um, machine can do it. But what they don't tell you is this. The scale of the power range is logarithmic, it's in a decimal rating. Now, for those who aren't so mathematically inclined, it's a way of way of scaling the graph so that small signals look very powerful, and powerful signals can still fit within the graph display. Okay, so let's go to a real-world display graph what you'd see on an oscilloscope this is showing a linear scale and wait wait hang on a moment we've lost all the power here and there and and up here there's basically nothing and in the cancer frequency which is around here there's two-thirds of nothing well this is the this is the true output of the carrier machine this peak for the carrier, will be around 80 watts. We're going down, down dramatically. And so we've got huge dead bands here. Areas which aren't being covered by their machines. And so between here and here there's basically no effect at all. In fact, anything below this line here is pretty hopeless. Now, if you set up Spooky Central to use a carrier, you'll still get the same effect. But the, uh, the good thing is Spooky Central isn't tied to having using a carrier. You can use the signal directly. Okay, so that's quite a good thing for Spooky Central. It's quite a big advantage. Now, um, Spooky Central can drive plasma tubes directly from 100 kilohertz up to 3.5 megahertz. Without needing a carrier to light the tube. Now this is our beautiful Catherine. She's holding a plasma tube. That um, plasma tube is our phenotron. The phenotron has got a very broad operating range. I've run this down to eight kilohertz and up to, well, without a word of a lie, eight eight megahertz because I couldn't go any faster. Um, yes, the brightness was reduced at the at the extremes, but the phenotron tube does. Have a broader operating range we give the range and our specifications of 100 kilohertz to 3.5 megahertz because different people set up the cables differently and if you have the cables close to some steel the frequency response becomes produced um, yeah okay so um, spooky central other advantages there's three other ways apart from plasma that Spooky Central can apply frequencies to your body we've got the, got the ultrasonic transmitter here we've got the Pulse DMF coil and we've got contact mode with our TENS pads now each of these can be run on their own or we can use them in combination with plasma for increasing the effect of plasma in particular the contact mode uh, produces very sharp spikes which work um, which improve the effectiveness of the uh, plasma signals and we'll be covering that later as well. The pulsed EMF, the core I showed you on the previous screen, um, that produces very sharp pulsed electromagnetic fields. The pulses occur at 100 times a second and it delivers a massive spike of energy on each spike. The magnetic field extends six inches from the coil So it's good for areas of your body where you're not sure, um, it's where you know where the problem is, and so you place the coil over the problem area. It can be used with plasma, but it can also be used stand alone, just as contact can be used stand alone. When it's used stand alone, or by itself, it doesn't matter, it's always 100 hertz. Uh, The ultrasonic is a very good way to Introduce frequencies into your body because your body is composed of 70% of water and so sound travels very easily through water and um, If you place your ultrasonic on one part of your body the sound will travel very easily to other parts of your body Of course like anything it's good to have the ultrasonic close to the problem area Now this is showing the output of the contact mode. This is an oscilloscope uh, display. You've got the time scale and you've got the voltage scale. This, you can't see it because it's a wee bit tiny, but this is 400 volts. Oh look at that, I can zoom in. There's 400 volts. And so, this is um, at one period of time there's a very sharp spike of 400 volts. This is without a load. By a load, I mean someone is not touching the contacts, and so it's open circuit, and the voltage will be higher than normal. And then it waits for another cycle time, and then it gives another spike, and that one's a little bit reduced, and it goes up again, and it continues. And so it goes up to just a little bit over 400 volts. Now, if you zoom in onto a single spike, this is what you see, and this particular spike was under a heavy load. I'll zoom out a little bit, little bit more. Now this was uh, with myself holding contacts extremely tightly with wet hands, and so I couldn't make the contact any um, better if I could try. And that was a steady 320 volts, heavy load. And you can see, even with this magnified spike, how sharp it edges. It's a very, very sharp spike. Now having a look at the scale, this is microseconds. From this part to that part is 10 microseconds. The spike lasts for less than one-half of a microsecond and so it's a very brief spike. What the spike does is induces an instantaneous partial electroporation of the cell membrane. This is when the cell membrane becomes transparent to the outside world and so killer T cells from your body can pass through and it also makes the cell more susceptible to other frequencies which will be your plasma which is running in the background another advantage that uh, Spooky Central has is that it's part of the um, Spooky group of accessories and the Spooky community. Now Spooky has got um, an awesome forum with awesome people and it's got an awesome Rife for Life Uh, There's other areas that uh, Spooky has as well, there's blogs, there's um, other news groups. Spooky is like a huge community spread everywhere with people helping people, people helping each other learn more about the Spooky system and spreading the Spooky way. There's online documentation at SpookyTrueSupport.com and there's also a huge video collection at video, uh, Spooky2videos.com you can see the two pages here <laughs> I'm looking at the previous um, summer webinars, they are fun this one, particular one is taken in Poland um, Poland, we're very very it's an amazing country, well in fact all the countries we went to France and Italy, it, it's, it's great to go out and stretch your legs a okay other advantages that Spooky has. Now Spooky has got the largest frequency database in the world and possibly even the universe now currently the database is at 33,121 but it's going to grow before the next release I've got to update the um, base pair database but um, if you want to find something you enter it into the search area and press the press the enter button and you'll find something there which is relevant to whatever ails you. And so it's a huge database um, which which is very, very useful. Now despite all the things which I've talked about now, gosh I really do sound like a salesperson, <laughs> um, but it, but it is affordable. And if I was looking for a machine and I haven't got really deep pockets and I don't, I'd be seriously looking at the Spooky Central. You can look at the other machines. and but. Just keep in mind that the things that they that they talk to it's they talk that their, their mindsets are on sales. No, I like to think that our mindset is more on solutions and how we can find ways of improving people's lives. That's how Spooky started out. Started off small in the garage. Now he's big and not in the garage, um, and he's growing because people, more and more people, are realizing that. We're not into it for the money. We actually get a kick out of getting these emails saying, yeah, I'm better, I'm feeling 100% and thank you. This is what drives us. Okay, moving on. What are the main differences between the Spooky phanotron Plasma Tube and a Spooky Straight Plasma Tube. Well, this is our straight plasma tube, and well, one difference is it's straight. Um, and this is our phenotron here. Our straight tube was the first tube which we designed. Um, It's it's protected by a polycarbonate tubing. We wanted to keep the tube safe for handling. With all our equipment we focus on safety. So we didn't want to have a weak glass tube directly exposed. And so this is why we enclosed it in the polycarbonate. Now the Phenotron tube was a tube that was quite a long time in development. It was a long time because we had to source some things which weren't so you can't just buy from a hardware store. The glass, for example, is borosilicate, which is also known as pyrex or like a cooking glass. It's the glass that you can throw into an oven for your baking and it doesn't crack. It doesn't crack because it's tough stuff and it's very hard to work with and people don't like working with it, so to get a glass blower that was, um, had the equipment and the expertise to make these tubes, uh, you know, it took a long time for us to find someone to, that could do this, and of course they had to buy the equipment that could work the glass, but we found a nice person and we've, we've um, he's part of a spooky group now and he makes these for us. The glass is nice and thick and strong and so they're safe. Okay, The phanotron tube signal, it is more focused, the more energy is directed in one direction. Um, the gas is different between the two tubes. Uh, as I mentioned before, the straight plasma tube uses predominantly argon, whilst the phenatron tube uses pure helium. This was the gas which was favoured by royal life. He got the best results using this gas, and so we decided we'd follow in this in his footsteps. Now, there's one other thing I'd like to mention at this stage. Um, many people throw a tiny amount of mercury into their tubes. The effect of this is twofold, and both are positive for sales. The first is it makes the tube glow extremely brightly; it makes it look very, very powerful. The other advantage of mercury is that it makes the tube easy to light. And so, if their machine um, has difficulty lighting the tube by their design, they add an ever so small amount of mercury to the tube. The mercury vaporizes inside the partial vacuum of the tube, and allows the gas to ionize very easily. Now, if the gla- if the tube ever breaks, you've got mercury in the environment. But what many people also believe is that the mercury changes the characteristics of the tube. There's some things that people don't understand including the people including the scientists. They don't really know why plasma which is fully enclosed inside a glass vessel is able to heal um, so well whereas an open wire antennae doesn't or it doesn't seem to have such a profound uh, biological effect. And so, yes, we use plasma and we don't play around with mercury. Um, if, you know, mercury was certainly around and in use whilst Royal Rife was um, making his machines, he chose not to use mercury, he had his good reasons, and we're going to follow him. Now, the Phelanthron tube is two holders, they're the two black things either side, and they make the tube... Um, easy to handle if you place the tube onto a flat surface it won't roll because it has flat edges It also keeps the tube from touching the desk if you place the tube on a desk It holds it it keeps it about four or five millimeters up from the surface The phantom tube electrodes uh, It's got one electrode actually that's angled and one that's straight the angled electrode deflects the plasma and it, projects it outwards, so it becomes more like a broadcaster in one area rather than a, uh, a broad broadcaster in all areas such as the straight tube. Um, the Ferranton tube, um, it, I do like it, It seem, the results that we get seem to be better than the straight tube. I think it's because more of the energy is focused and possibly because of the gas that's used We've tried helium in the straight gas. Helium is a very hard gas to work with. It's got very small molecules. And so it's easy for the helium to even pass through glass. The borosilicate glass is very thick and it can't pass through that. But the straight tube uses neon glass. and that doesn't seem to hold on to the uh, helium molecules so well. But also it's much, much harder to ionise, to make it light up. It is possible, but it just wasn't really a happening thing for us. And so, the Ferentrine certainly seems to be quite a superior tube. Okay, I've already covered the frequency range and the borosilicate glass, so we'll move on. Okay, this question was, when should I use contact mode, pulse EMF and ultrasound with plasma? Now, at any time you can use any of those with plasma. They all work with the plasma to make the plasma more effective. The uh, pulse DMF gives those spikes I was showing you earlier, and that stresses pathogens with the pulses. Now, uh, if you're in a boxing fight and you get a, a you know a punch to the to the head, you're in a daze where well, you don't really know what's going to happen after that because you're, you're feeling dizzy. And the the uh, pathogens uh, are similar; they, they get a knock on the head by the by the pulsed EMF, and then the the plasma goes in for the, for the killer punch. Now the ultrasonic is the same thing, but the ultrasonic doesn't work on pulses. The ultrasonic works on continuous wages, uh, waves. And so, now why would I say wages? <laughs> in continuous waves, so it's continuously bombarding the uh, pathogens with these lower frequencies while the plasma can hit the pathogens with the higher uh, frequencies. Now the uh, question is, are all the four different methods of applying frequencies um, the same frequency and the answer is no. The Pulse TMF coil in the contact mode which is teams, pads, silver gloves, hand cylinders they work on a fixed frequency of 100 Hz. Now the ultrasonic is an exception Um, that works off a harmonic of the plasma frequency as the plasma frequency changes The ultrasonic frequency will change as well and it's always going to be related harmonically to the plasma frequency and it's related octaves and so octaves means a division of two. It means that it's working in with the plasma to help the plasma do its job. Is it possible to run both plasma tube types simultaneously on Spooky Central aiming the plasma at the back and the fanatron at the head? Now the straight plasma tube is good for larger areas of treatment, although the phenotron can also do that. Um, people look at the long plasma tube, and I think, well it's going to obviously cover a long, larger area because it's a larger tube. Well that's only half true because the phenotron tube does also broadcast as, you know, possibly further than the straight tube. And the quality of signal, in my mind, is. it's it's better as well, Um, but people still use the longer tube for larger treatment areas. Um, Well the answer to this is not really. (laughs) Spooky Central can only drive one tube, we can't connect two tubes onto one machine and so running two tubes off one machine is not possible. I guess it is possible to apply two two Spooky Centrals um, and do this um, we have not really run experiments to, so we can't say whether it's better, but certainly one spooky central one tube seems to be quite effective. Is the plasma tube powerful enough to treat all the body or just parts? Well, um, the plasma tube is powerful enough to treat the whole body. Um, of course, the closer the plasma tube is to the treatment area, the better the results. And so we suggest that you effect portions of your body at the same time. Now we get the best results if the plasma tube is actually touching the body. Now the straight tube cannot do this because the plasma tube is enclosed in this polycarbonate tubing. And this is another advantage of the phenotron tube. The tube can touch directly onto your skin. And many researchers have thought that one of the ways that the phannotron is most, is very effective is that it's almost like a ultra ultra ultrasonic sound transmitter. Now when the phenotron tube is being modulated by a low audio frequency, you can hear a sound from the tube. It's, a, it's quite a loud sound. It's certainly making an audio output. Just because you can't hear the audio in the megahertz range doesn't mean it's not being transmitted. And of course high frequencies are best transmitted when it's touching your body because it doesn't travel so well through air. And so if you touch the tube whilst you're doing treatment, it's like a double whammy. It seems to improve the results. And so it's not necessarily because we want to have the near field effect from the tube. It's, it's also because of the ultrasound. Can you have some distance between yourself and a spooky tube? Now, when we were developing the tube, we were wondering just what sort of distances we could get out of it. And so we fired up Spooky Central and our uh, Phanatron tube, and there's a lot of thick reinforced concrete walls in China, we found a nice thick one, and we have got a strong single uh, 60 meters away from the um, concrete wall, the Spooky Central's running on the inside and we wanted outside. The uh, tube has 40 watts, now this 40 watts is going to the tube, it's not what the machine is using, it's not what Spooky Central is using, Spooky Central does consume more power, but it's 40 watts to the tube, not e- no machine is 100% efficient, but Spooky Central gets kind of close, and of course there's no carrier, and so that energy is all useful energy. Uh, a thing about carrier frequencies is that it's a fixed frequency. If you're treating yourself for 30 minutes at the same frequency, people have found that they get a reaction to their treatment. The reaction is because the frequency is never changing, and it it causes frequency fatigue. Now, beyond a few centimeters, the field of all plasma devices change type there's a changes from a near field to a far field Uh, the near field which has got uh, predominantly magnetic field components it is more effective and that's another reason why we recommend that the tube should be close to or even touching your body while you're treating yourself so what is the maximum distance that we can place the plasma tube from our body. Now we've already talked about the two related fields. Now the near field is the one that seems to have the most dramatic effect. And we're saying six inches from the tube in all directions. The phanotron will be extending a little bit further out because it is directional. Um, but beyond much further, it becomes far field, which isn't quite so effective. But it's certainly effective for other purposes. We have users using our Spooky Central to disinfect the and clear mold from their homes. And in this instance, it's purely far-field that's doing the work. It still does, um, obviously the frequencies do pass at a distance, and so the frequencies will be still passing through your body but it will not be as powerful as when you're close. Um, some other manufacturers do state that their machines can work 20 feet away, 30 feet away. Oh, ours can work 22 feet away. Well, I mean, there's only numbers. If the numbers are important, well, you can buy their machines, but if results are important, well, do the, do the research and, and do, you know, find out for yourself just what the reality is. Our machine probably works 60 feet away. But we're not going to say it because in our minds we know that the closer you are, the better the results. As a comparison, Wi-Fi routers, they're usually rated at around 1 watt. Some naughty ones go a little bit higher, but generally it's 1 watt. Uh, Now, if you're using your computer from a distance from a Wi-Fi router, routers are normally good for something like 40, 50 feet, and that's only for 1 watt. They're working on far field, electric field only, and um, they've got a qu- quite a broad uh, broadcasting range. Well, Spooky Central is 40 watts, and so it's further. Um, we've <laughs> when we were first developing Spooky Central, we sent one out to a person, I forget which country it was, but they had some countryside... They lived in the countryside actually, and they took um, spooky central out in the paddock, and they could uh, receive their broadcasting from that from two miles away. So yes, the frequencies do go, um, but again, you want effectiveness, so you want near field. Uh, so the question is now, what's better, you know, plasma far field or contact treatment from the generator? And um, there's no easy answer to this. Um, Contact mode is very effective for treatments, but it's not so good for um, areas of your body that doesn't conduct, that don't conduct electricity so well, such as your bones, head conditions. I mean, with your head, you've got your scalp, which is like a, sorry, you've got your skull, which is like an insulative circuit over your brain. And your brain, your brain, of course, is electric as well. So you've got to be very careful with your brain. It's quite an important organ, I'm told. Uh, lungs have lots of air space and electricity does not conduct through air that well. And there's other areas that electricity does not pass through so readily. Plasma, of course, just passes straight through and so it doesn't have those limitations. And so plasma is a great way to treat areas that are more difficult. Um, Far-field... Even though it's not so effective as near-field, you can leave it running behind you or in a separate room while you do your daily tasks. And so you're still being treated, and it's more convenient than contact-made, where you've got to have TENS pads or gloves or socks or some way of having electrical connection with your body. You're not needing to be stationary if you're using your far-field effect from the plasma tube and of course plasma tube you can leave it running all day you don't need to have to have the tube off to cool down or anything silly like that um, so with everything in mind um, you know contact mode is a better way of applying frequencies if the plasma tube is very far away If it's closer go for go for far-field but um, yeah that's more convenient all right, is it possible to use plasma to penetrate walls? We call this mold. I we was talking about mold just a little bit earlier, and absolutely, I mean, mold grows inside walls. The mold that you can't see is it's the worst kind of mold, and inside walls, um, dampness doesn't um, get air to dry, so the mold just loves it in there. And of course, the spores get released into the air, and we breathe the air, and we get sick, so that's not a good thing. Now. When you treat yourself with other conditions with plasma, the mould in the walls is also getting treated. <laughs> and so um, they become like a, what is it, collateral damage. That, that's a good collateral damage where the mould is also being treated. So um, unless the walls have got metal foil lining, which some houses do have as a means of heat insulation, now the uh, foil will be like a barrier to the, plasma waves. It's like a shielding. But if it hasn't got the foil lining, the signals will travel through the walls and kill the mold. We've had some people um, apply spooky central to kill the mold and then they become quite sick. The mold started releasing spores. It's part of their survival tactic. If they can't survive, if the parent can't survive, they release their offspring and so their the DNA or RNA keeps, keeps, keeps happening. And so just be careful, make sure you open the windows, and if possible, go for a, a, um, a small holiday, go for a break, have a, have a day off, and go outside and, and visit the sunshine, visit the park, and uh, say hi to a few people whilst you have the plasma running. Because the spores won't like it, they'll release the spores, you don't want to breathe it in while that's happening. Someone's given me the impression, and the impression is plasma tubes are used for killing and not healing. Now, plasma tubes can be used for both healing and killing. Uh, Generally, though, plasma is more of a killing device. But many pathogens that cause chronic, ongoing illnesses are pathogen-based. And so these pathogens have to be killed before healing can take place and things will run lockstep to another. Once those pathogens are gone then your body will heal and so in that way plasma is good for healing. For entrainment which is generally lower frequencies, when it's getting your body more synchronized with the correct frequencies they're best done either with spooker in particular for the very low frequencies because they don't creating a sensation or with contact mode. Does sunlight affect uh, plasma efficiency? If you run a plasma tube in a very bright room or outdoors the plasma tube doesn't seem so bright. This is because the iris in your eyes becomes smaller to be, to prevent your eyeball from being flooded with excessive sunlight and because it's so bright the plasma tube does not seem to be so bright, but it's not the light from the tube that's doing the work. If you run a plasma tube in a dark room it seems more powerful, but there's really no difference from the emissions from the tube, it's just perceived changes by yourself. And so, no, there's absolutely no change in the magnetic, electric, plasma fields that are being emitted by the tube it just doesn't look quite so impressive. It's like this mercury I was talking about before if we added a drop of mercury it'll make the tube look much more brighter and much more powerful but it isn't. Is it safe to use frequency wobble with plasma? Uh, Well perfectly safe yes and in many cases we recommend using wobbles quite often a a frequency is specified for a pathogen but they're very precise frequency or one that targets the particular strain of pathogen that you have may have changed or changed from one person to another because it's like a, a continuous battle between us and the and, and the and the bad bugs. And so we've got to keep on adapting. And the way of adapting is to introduce a small wobble. And so if you do wobble generally generally uh, we recommend a very small percentage of wobble. Um, the wobble can be set up in the system tab. Um, the frequency wobble is set to 0.025% or something very small like this. We've selected 16 steps so that over 16 generator refreshes it goes through a complete cycle of the frequency wobble. You can increase that if you like. Please do not use an amplitude wobble. Spooky Central doesn't like voltages other than five volts. The amplitude model is really effective for spooky remote. Can Spooky Central emit multiple frequencies simultaneously? We know of several manufacturers that state our generator produces eight frequencies simultaneously. Well, um, okay, the facts are the more frequencies that you produce simultaneously the more that the power is spread um, across different areas, and so when their machine is a three hundred watt carrier machine, and two watts is going to the cancer frequency, which is what it is when you do the math, and then they're producing eight frequencies simultaneously, it's point zero point uh, two five of a watt that's going to each frequency that's being targeted, uh, which is really not enough, and so. Um, That's a a, a real fast answer, but Spooky Central um, does actually produce multiple simultaneous frequencies. Uh, It can do it several ways. Uh, Firstly, the plasma tube itself introduces uh, harmonic frequencies by the nature of the gas, the electrodes, the placements. The physical tube itself distorts the the waveform, which introduces harmonics. Um, Now Spooky 2 can control many of the harmonics, Um, I'll be showing this to you later, you know at the beginning I was wondering whether I I had enough information to talk about and uh, it looks like I'm going to be running out of time, but I'll I'll still show you Spooky uh, the software, I'll show you Spooky Central running and I'll show you how Spooky can control the harmonics. And the example I gave here is quite an important one. Now there's two known frequencies for cancer, there's the BX of 1.604 megahertz and the BY of 1.52952 megahertz. Now we can actually hit both of those at the same time. We do this through sidebands. We find the frequency that's exactly halfway between the two and we make that into a carrier. Now I've already hammered carriers and here I'm telling you to go and use one, but that's the nature, <laughs> if you want to hit both at the same time, the best way is to use a center frequency, use it as a carrier and modulate the carrier um, with the frequency, that's, that's uh, the distance between the frequency you want to hit and the center frequency. That frequency is 37.4 kilohertz, and so you set up a carrier frequency, you modulate it at 37.4 kHz and then you'll be hitting both at the same time. Now if you do have a, a machine with a fixed carrier frequency the carrier is not generally adjustable well it is adjustable but over a very narrow range and so it might be able to run between 1.8 megahertz and, 3.4, uh, and 2.4 megahertz and so it will be no good for this example here can I place the plasma tube under a mattress you can place it under a mattress there's several things you've got to be aware of and several things you've got to be careful of you must be aware that metal absorbs uh, fields electric fields and magnetic fields and so any emissions from the tube are going to be absorbed on metal springs that are within the mattress or the, uh, the frame of the bed. The cautionary note is that the tube does get hot during use and so please make sure that there is adequate ventilation around the tube and we haven't got things like paper, dynamite touching the tube while the tube is running can the plasma be used to imprint testing vials or water? Imprinting is where people place the water near, normally it's a magnetic coil or it's a radionics machine or it's a laser light. They pulse the light or coil with a frequency and the water they say absorbs the frequencies you consume the water and the frequencies get into your body that way. The um, plasma tube if you place that near the water the water will be subjected to the same frequencies that the tube is emitting and so that would work on the same principle and so the answer to that is yes. Why does the plasma tube sometimes make strange beeping like sounds? Well. That's probably the phone that you've got next to Spooky Central, or maybe it's not. If you're modulating the tube at an audio frequencies, uh, these these frequencies are generally around 10, 12 kilohertz or less. Um, you can hear these frequencies, and you can hear the harmonics that the tube is producing through the modulation of these frequencies. Sometimes these uh, frequencies are in the audio sweet spot which is about three and a half kilohertz and they're very loud and if you've got the tube nearby you may find it hard to sleep um, it's proof that the tube's working, it's proof that the uh, tube is also like a loudspeaker The if you do want to run a program overnight and you find that the sound from the tube is distracting you can use a higher harmonic of the modulation frequency, which means you multiply the modulation by two, by two again, until you can't hear it. But it's perfectly normal. Okay, I use the Phenicron tube for cancer treatment, but if I run some programs, the tube turns off. Is it normal? Now Spooky Central has got an operating range. The range which we enter into our presets is here in the frequency limits pane within our settings tab we generally set it at 3 megahertz upper limit and 100 kilohertz lower region we put the limits in output number one because output number two is generally the modulation and we don't need any limits there we use octave harmonics, but we use other methods as well, but in this particular example, octave harmonics to keep the frequencies within range. If you do want to run right at the extreme of the operating ranges or even beyond, sounds a little bit like Buzz Light here, then you can try it. We find that if you do, it helps if you have a modulation signal because modulation introduces voltage spikes into the tube and that's what it helps to ignite the tube and also gating does help. Uh, when I use the Spooky Central Cancer preset, the plasma is not very bright. Is this normal? Well, it is normal because the frequency range that we're running at. Now, in the screenshot, you will not have seen this because this is in a beta preset. That will be in the final release. I'm developing spooky day by day, and I'm always looking at the best ways, the best solutions for people, and this this particular preset is an exceedingly good one. Uh, Like most of the things that I do, the idea was given to me by someone else, um, and I just sponge the ideas and put them all together and make them into something which is not too bad, and in this particular preset, I wanted to Synchronize perfectly modulation with the input. I didn't just want to have the modulation harmonically related I wanted to have it waveform related as well so when, when the modulation signal started I also wanted the input signal to start as well both on the leading edge for the maximum spike and I wanted to have a 512 to 1 ratio and so what I do is that I make output number one have 512 cycles per waveform and I turn off half of them. So for half of them it's on, half of them it's off. And so the modulation is built into the waveform. Output number two is on for most of its waveform and off for 10 percent. That has the effect of having the spooky central off all the time here when the modulation signal goes off that's when the tube lights and it's only 10% of the signal it does not sound like very much but you want to see it in action and in fact you will be seeing it in action because I'll be turning off screen sharing very shortly and showing you this preset running and I'll show you how fierce the signal is it's a wonderful preset and this is the one that's going to be used for the advanced shell preset for Spooky Plasma, a Spooky Central, as well as the uh, Cancer one. Because of its effectiveness, we've decided to take it on. ZOKT like use two pulse DMF coils at the same time. Now Spooky Central can only have one coil at a time, and so if you do need two, you'd have to run a second or any subsequent coils using a generator. You can do this, and it may be a good idea because you can use the generator one for detox. Of course the generator hasn't got the power capabilities of Speaky Central. Is it okay to hold the ultrasonic transducer against the skin for a long time? Now the ultrasonic head, which I will find again, has got a plastic covering. This covering is an insulation and so if you're going for a long period of time you can put the cover on the ultrasonic head. Head and place this against your body. Now, the ultrasonic head cover does reduce the strength of the audible signals. So, if you're running it for a long period of time, um, or even short period of time, I guess, if you want greater power, just use food plastic wrap, and that is a very thin layer of plastic. Um, the electrical signal that goes from the head of the ultrasonic will not be transferred to your skin. Over short durations it's okay, but long durations you may want to insulate it with a bit of plastic food wrap, and that way the stronger signals will pass through your body. Is the ultrasonic transmitter highly localized? Now we've really treated we've really treated, well we probably have, but we already mentioned this, where sound travels very easily through your body. But of course it's always best to have the signal source as close as possible to the point of treatment. And so, yeah, if you can, have it close to where you want to treat. With the frequencies that you run with the ultrasonic, quite often they're not in the audible range. And so you can have them uh, on your neck, for example, and you won't hear them because it's too, too high, the frequency is too high. Um, And why is there slow and fast mode in ultrasonic? Here you'll see at the front of Spooky Central there's a switch low speed and high speed. Now for most use you'd use it on high speed. High speed means that the signal is a a higher um, harmonic well it's a lower harmonic but it's a higher frequency, to the plasma waveform than the snow wave, both of them are harmonics of the plasma, both of them will help, but the closer you go to the fundamental frequency, the more effective the results will be and so if your fundamental frequency, which is like your raw frequency is in the megahertz range, you also want to have your ultrasonic close to that very high frequency, so always have that on the fast frequency. Um, sometimes in some frequency ranges on the plasma the sounds um, are required for entrainment purposes where you want to have your body become more healed and in that instance you'd want to go to slow I guess because you want to have the slow signal going into your body and slow setting will do that well this is our last page and from here I'll click on to um, camera again, uh, no pictures on this page uh, three quick questions, can ultrasonics be used without plasma? yes it can be but let's unplug the plasma tube from the Spooky Central before you do this uh, does the coil require the generator to running? now both the coil and the contact modes are fully independent from the input signal so they don't need the generator. When they do run, they run at a fixed 100 hertz. They give, the coil gives a a spike and the contact mode gives an even quicker spike. Uh, Question, I cannot detect any sound or vibration from either the ultrasonic or the coil. How do we know they're working? Now both of the signals that drive these are very fast. The ultrasonic um, maybe not quite so fast. Generally, if you run the Spooky Central at the lower frequency range, which is 100 kilohertz, this is when you'll hear the ultrasonic if you have a close to your ear. Some people can't hear some frequencies so well, and so they may feel that the ultrasonic isn't running. And so it's it's always good to get a second opinion, um generally the signals are too fast to be detectable. I've said here that an oscilloscope and a magnetic sensor can be used if it is high speed. Well now's a good time to go to back the camera, so I'll stop here and I'm back. Now you've forgotten who I am, I'm John. Uh, okay now I'm going to fire up Spooky Central and um, also the spooky software. Now, I'll, I'll just quickly shoot back to share screen again, because I want to show you some parts in the, in the software. Now, I'm running in test mode at the moment. If, in this version of Spooky, it's currently the 20th of June beta. It's running in test mode. We've got all these generators here, which of course is not true. But if I do a utils and rescan devices, detected and it's found the generator that's connected here this version of spooky now can do that so I'll click on there and I'll see I'm running a fixed carrier at 40 um, kilohertz modulation and the settings is the regular settings so I'll start that I'll turn on the spooky central and After the waveforms have started loading, the uh, generator will start. Now I'll go back, I'll stop the screen sharing. You can see the tube is flashing. Now you can see it's sort of a a flash, 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 flash. Four times a second, it's got a four hertz gating. Uh, This is the signal that you'd get from a a regular carrier. But I'll show you the the effect of this new preset, which is um, now with them spooky. Oh, I, I haven't shared my screen again. So I'll share screen, and, okay. This is in the home page, show empty presets. I'll tell you what we we'll would do, we'll go to the cancel one. And we we'll go to plasma, uh, spooky central plasma. Now you see us using this new configuration, this, this, this new interesting waveform here we'll go and see what these results are so go into the control tab allow generator overwrites click on the generator The program gets loaded and we'll start now I'll get out of the share screen look at that it's a a hammer and it's quite audible as well can you hear the sound it's a very intense flash the flash is precisely tuned for the cancer frequencies and it's like a hammer blow We found this to be extremely effective. Uh, Another effect of the duty cycle is that the tube runs quite cold, and so we've um, managed to get away with uh, Blue Murder with this one. We don't recommend it, but um, we found that uh, the tube can be held and um, put in situations you wouldn't normally put it in. Um, Now, just another point of mention, Um, I'll go back to uh, sharing the screen again, if we stop, what I'll do, the tube is running, I'll unplug the generator, you'll see that the generator has got errors coming up, it's trying to recover, it can't recover, now I'll plug in the generator, it's, what's happening is that it's recovering from a fault. The uh, communications have been restored, it's loading the waveform and we're away again as if nothing happened. And so Spooky is more tolerant on abuse now, the generator you can unplug, you can turn it off and plug it back in again if it's in the middle of a program Spooky will detect that the generator is back online and reconnect and so you can get away with a lot of things now now it will give an indication there's been errors here if you go to the errors tab you'll see what's happened here the uh, port number 3 did not respond Um, Okay, then Spooky closes the port and prevents writing until it's successfully opened again. If you're not happy having seeing errors there, you can clear the errors by pressing this tab there. Now if you want to clear the errors down here, there see that dash down there, that's actually a reset and so if you click that once that clears the errors there. And you're back to um, back to the beginning again. And so in the presets tab, the Spooky Central uses Um, that new waveform, if we go to the empty presets, if you want to go and create your own preset, you choose a preset which is like Spooky Central Advanced, the advanced one uses the special waveform, at this point in time you then choose whichever programs you want, Yeah. stop what's running I've selected the loud general overrides click to do and we're away now this particular program is quite a, uh, quite a low running frequency I can hear a strong audible signal coming from the tube it's very interesting now there's one other point to mention um, which I'd like to show you If we go back to the cancer plasma and the Central cancer, we'll stop that. Allow generative rights, and we'll run the cancer one. Now, notice that this is one point six oh four megahertz, but the frequency here is only three point one three two point eight one kilohertz. This is much lower. So, how is the tube actually running at such low frequency? And the answer is because in the settings each frequency contains 512 frequencies and so um, the frequency will be one, twi- 1 512th that of the set running frequency and so don't be disturbed everything's been set up and Uncle John will look after you. And it's the same with the settings as well in the limits, the limits look kind of unusual as well and these limits are 1 of the normal limits which we set up for Spooky Plasma you know I've just uh, realised I haven't answered any questions that have come in so I better stop my share and um, and uh, answer some questions <laughs> okay uh, thanks for your comments um, you know, uh, Jill and Patwinder, Pat Pat Winder, sorry, both of you have said that um, the audio is good. And, um, Bev, you're asking me, um, how did I detect the signal? Can it be te- detected 60 meters away? Will it be treated, treating all the people within the 60 meters if you're not using DNA? So it's not person-focused? It yeah, is a very, very interesting question, Bev. Um, yes, it does treat everybody. Within that distance and it's not related to the DNA so it's not like a spooky remote where you put a slither of DNA inside the remote and then it gets transferred over you know distances, you know, distances are irrelevant the uh, spooky plasma distance is relevant so uh, but, but it's not so important um, with remote so um, with plasma the further away you get the less effective it is. With speaker remote you don't you don't really care how far away it is, it's it's always effective. Um, Now I uh, I do need to show um, the coil. Now the coil uh, if you use a compass which you probably can't see uh, and if the coil is turned on, I'm doing this blind Uh, that one that's turned on the coil yep I can't hear it but it's, it's running it doesn't deflect even the compass the pulse is so brief that the compass needle doesn't move and so we you know the only real way of uh, detecting a coil is either using a pickup coil with an oscilloscope and a, and a few you know a few dollars to sort of you know buy buy thing uh, we've made this Uh, very simple coil pickup which doesn't use any batteries it's just a it's just a printed circuit board with two LEDs and when you have that close to the coil uh, the Pulse TMF coil, the pickup coil induces a voltage and the LEDs light up and so you can see that the coil is working and we'll be releasing a proper version of this very soon and it's just a Cheap way of detecting that this is working. If the coil is large enough, you could have um, theoretically a uh, batteryless torch for for home use because we'll use the power from your Wi-Fi router to drive the uh, the white LED. I guess you'd use in that case. Not sure how bright the LED, LED will be, but it's just an idea. You can also use a radio. This is the uh, radio yeah, I actually bought this radio for an interview which I had with Clive Cole, maybe three years ago where I thought, gosh I'm going to, have to um, showcase some equipment and I need to show you the broadcast capabilities since so I bought a little radio. Now, if you want to really um, confirm the output of a coil, uh, you can choose, an AM radio is best, and you place the coil near the trans near the coil, now at the moment it's on FM, this is AM and this is the, this is the, gosh I'm getting the coil as well, let's say I turn the coil, I turn the the plasma off, so we're not getting both fighting each other, so I control and I stop that, and that's not the right band. Let's get my glasses on. Have a look. Okay, so that's AM megahertz forty. Okay, that's the one I want to go on. This is an AM radio. It's really having difficulty detecting the signal. even though it's running you can't really use a radio reliably for detecting the frequencies coming off so a call is very hard to detect really without the correct equipment but I mean, there's you know, no battery nothing and you can see it's got the energy capacity through light like the LEDs it's just too booths of signal for even the radio to pick it up it's funny I was, I was I was picking it up yesterday, I'll, I'll just try something Where am I? Oh yeah You can hear, you can hear that the sound does actually change So, gosh it's terrible It's eight in the megahertz range Okay that's probably better there, let's try that This is kilohertz, yeah, on, off So here. can hear you can hear the buzzing from the radio it's not a very clear way of really detecting it um but certainly with the plasma you can, you can hear the effect of the plasma and this isn't even tuned this will be a distant harmonic that the radio is picking up That's um, yeah 515 kilohertz Whew. I turn the air conditioning on and it's still quite hot. So that's um, really showing that um, you know, the difficulty of detecting the coil output. You can see it's off at the moment, as soon as you turn it on, you can see the lights coming on. It's off and on, yeah. Okay, Moving one, rover right time. I'll turn off the screen sharing. Oh, it was off, okay, right. Um, other questions? Uh, If I run the Phenotron for cancer, does it affect anyone else in the room? This is another question from uh, Pet Winder. Yes, it does. Uh, um, Don't use the word affect, use the word heal. (laughs) Does it heal anyone else in the house? Yes, it heals. Or it fixes, actually I'm told not to use the word heal. It helps. It helps other people in the house. And it's heal as in H-double-E-L, your foot, not the other one. Okay, uh, Pat Winder, uh, you're also asking, if I'm still at home and running Phenatron, do I need to have a fingernail under the plasma tube? This is actually really interesting. People are using the Phenatron tube, which is really designed and set up for local use, for remote use. And they're putting the nails close to the tube. Now, in earlier tests with Johan and his daughter, Tanya, we trialled this. And the plasma tube is a very effective way of transmitting by remote. And so what, you, what we found the best thing to do was to have the, chew, the, uh, the DNA about one inch away from the tube. It was the sweet spot that we found for putting frequencies into the DNA and then the DNA transferring the signal to you by remote. Um, so it's a very good question that um, hasn't been touched on before. Okay, I'll just see if there's any other questions. Uh, um, Nairi. Um, I hope if, um, I've pronounced your name correctly. Uh, you've asked the question, I have the Phanatron tube. Um, where could I hold it to best treat nervous system and or bone marrow and or the vascular system? Please. The When Royal Life was um, using his equipment for um, healing with a double E people, he used to... Place the tube on the body and then move it slowly. He used to keep the frequency constant because in those days we didn't have, well they didn't have Spooky did they? They, they used Spooky if, they, if Spooky was around back then. But they used to have just dials. they dial the frequency and then hold the tube against the area and they'd move it slowly over the body. And so maybe one inch movement every 10 seconds may be adequate. And they slowly move it over the area of treatment. It's uh, because it's contact mode, and contact—you um, know—sound travels easier through water. Um, it will be possibly covering quite a quite a good area anyway once it's touching your body. But they did still move it slowly over the body. And they used to treat larger areas that way. And so, with your um, your bone marrow. Um, if you're if you're wanting to treat, not saying it is your forearm, but let's say from here to here, you'd say you slowly move the tube down your arm, if what or down over the point where you want to be treated. Um, you okay, um, Wolfgang? You're saying so you can kill mold. What about scaring cockroaches? <laughs> well, that's what they invented hammers for, and, and loud music as well. Um, scaring cockroaches. <laughs> Uh I, I thought cockroaches were fearless. Really, I've, I've seen some that scare—they scare rather than become scared. Um, the larger ones do, anyway. Um, not sure whether Spooky um, Central scare cockroaches. Um, so I'd, I'd probably say no to that. I don't know. It's um, Spooky Central. The frequencies that Spooky Central put out are really um a high for, you know so 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 they can target very small cellular microorganisms. organisms whereas cockroaches are macroorganisms and so to scare things like cockroaches or mice you need to have auto, audible frequencies um, we've got an on our um, on our books on development. Normally I don't talk about projects that we have underway and we've got a lot of them. We've got exciting times ahead. But one thing is a uh, very low frequency basically a very low frequency loudspeaker. Um, the frequency isn't much faster <laughs> than an earthquake really. And so if you place that up against the wall where you suspect a cockroach cockroach is sleeping behind. Um, That would would scare scare the pants off it and it may drive it elsewhere and maybe you're thinking about um, you know something like this where you want to have an audible frequency so there will be the low frequencies and of course the high frequencies you know if you have, um, if you use the spooky ultrasonic if you place the head of that up against the wall and you set a frequency to go through that's maybe around 28 kilohertz I know mice are quite sensitive to around 31 kilohertz. And so you do the maths and you set up Spooky Central uh, so that it runs the Spooky Central at the right frequency, so this runs at the right frequency. That could be a way, actually, of um, injecting high frequencies through the walls. Um, hmm, just thought of that one. Um, okay, um, Tim Griffith, you're asking... Um, You're asking for how to do a step-by-step on loading a preset and then a program. Um, Okay, I'll do that slowly. This will be the last question. So I'll just cover this one before I uh, close the curtains. I'll go back into the share screen mode and stop this. Now I have the spooky central turned off so that you can hear me. Uh, more clearly. Now you've asked about how to load a preset. The presets are in the preset tab. You click that and this is the preset page. Now watch only carefully. I'll show this only once. (laughs) That's for my TV program. Okay, we'll go to the home directory. This is the base directory and all the other preset categories spawn from this. Okay, we'll do a random one. We'll choose environmental. We want to run an environmental preset, so click on this once. Here we have a choice of running either plasma or remote. Because this is a spooky central SAMR, it's probably appropriate that I uh, select the plasma one. If you want to have help with the information here. You select that one, the documentation comes up. And this is a, um, a great um, document written by David Burke that gives really insight in how I can use the um, environmental presets for both insects, here, um, bird mites, and molds. And so if you want more information, please read this one, and I'll give you the details that you need. But moving on, we've really decided we're going to run Spooky Central, which is a Plasma machine, so click on Plasma. Here we have two presets here. The presets here are for Mold, we have a Sweep which will take two days, and we have a Sweep for four days. This will mean that the Spooky Central will be running for two days continuously, which is not a problem. Okay, so run, I'll choose the four day one because I want to be very, very thorough. Both of these presets were written, they're authored by David Burke, and so they've got DB written there. With all of our presets, we have the author, um, the initials here, so people know who to thank. So good on you, David. Thank you for this preset. We click on the preset once. Then we go to the control. It's got the programs already loaded. Now, I will show you a shell preset very shortly, so um, let's bear with me. Once Once it's there, we allow generator overwrites. This allows everything that we've done up to now to be transferred into the generator. We click on the channel, and it's now loaded. And then we press Start. The waveform is loaded in, and then this generator starts. You can see it's a sweep. And it just ticks on, and it's going to tick on for 97 hours, 45 minutes, and 12 seconds. Okay. Now, directly answering the question with regards to loading frequencies uh, with a preset, um, you do it this way. I've clicked back on the home icon here, which brings it to the base of the presets. You can see all the categories here. I guess you're talking about a shell, or an empty preset. These presets don't contain any programs. You click on there. Again, it's a Spooky Central I'll Select Plasma. These do not contain any frequencies. Now, we'll run my advanced Spooky Central preset, which I've just created now. And that's going to have this hammering effect on the tube. The notes, it's got a shell preset come up here. There's no duration time. And there's no programs there. At this point in time, I can load programs. So I want to, you know, with every summer demonstration, I always seem to choose abdominal cramps. Now because I always do this, I'm going to be more selective. I'm going to search for cancer and I'm going to choose um, a cancer frequency to run. Now, these are generally the lower frequencies, the CAFL frequencies for cancer. And we have other frequencies which are good for cancer support. Now, even though you've got vitamin E come up and you've, you've searched for the word cancer, you think, well, why? Why has it come up? But if you choose it, if you go through... The description, you'll find that the word cancer will come up in the description, and so vitamin E supports um, treatment for cancer, and so it'll be in the text um, of the um, of the uh, programs, and so this is why you get that. So, anyway, back back on track. I'll choose a cancer. Tumor any kind, well that sounds like a good one to use. This is only for demonstration purposes. It's not that I recommend this program. Um, actually I don't. Uh, because that frequency was derived by John Crane who um, purposefully or otherwise um, changed the frequencies. The frequency that um, he should have chosen was 21270. He seemed to always divide his numbers by 10, and also his numbers really needed a fixed carrier for for them to work. I will just run up a demonstration, so I've selected the program. I then go to Control, Allow Generator Overrides. Click on the button, and it's loaded, and then I fire it up. And we are away. The frequency, of course, is very different because Spooky makes it so it's acceptable for Spooky Central to run. Ah, uh, well, that's summer for today. Actually, um, today's been today's been fun. Um, my favourite topic is always something that I'm passionate for. I kind of cringed when the subject matter was given to me. I didn't actually choose Spooky Central. And I thought, I really don't want it to be a sales pitch. But then I came to realise, well... It's it's what I it's the advice I give my friends and, and yeah, you know I'll do it. It's 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 um I'll just say the truth and so I have. <laughs> um you know there's always there's always room for improvement and we're always improving our equipment and um I guess we'll never rest on our laurels but um we're always doing our best. We're also we're very fortunate to have a massive user base. And the user base are interested in helping us become better so we can produce better equipment. And so we get feedback and um, results back from other people's experiments and we develop them and we grow. You know, And we always give credit to the people that contribute to us. And you'll find that in the credits table of Spooky as well as posts on the forum and on our Spooky Facebook. So Spooky really is a movement. Um, he's getting very large um, but Spooky would always remain humble because uh, I believe that when someone feels that they are um, that they are they feel that they are big uh, they lose touch and their drive is lost and so at the beginning I was thinking well I always say you know, we have a we have an expert this week and his name is so-so and I couldn't call myself an expert I know quite a bit about the equipment because I designed it and, and made it, but I'll never call myself an expert um, because I think the day that I do consider myself an expert is the day that I become arrogant, and uh, that'll be a major weakness. So um, I've not been your expert for this week. Um, I've, um, but I hope you've learned, you know more about. Um, spooky uh spooky central and even spooky itself you know a um a company not driven by sales but driven just driven <laughs> driven to help so thank thanks for watching thanks for, thanks for your help and thank you viewers for your feedback um and um I'd like to thank my mum and my dad and all well, you know all the rest of it <laughs> um and have a great week goodbye